Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Let's talk vegan diets and the athlete. There's been a lot of talk in recent years about vegan diets versus meat-eating diets for the sake of performance in an athlete, and just for general health as well. And this was obviously pushed towards the public with the whole Game Changer documentary, which I'm not going to go too much into it today, but use that as the basis of why I'm making this podcast episode, okay? Because the spotlight has been on vegan diets for athletes and whether or not they're optimal performance for many years now, and that was all kind of driven by that documentary as well. But how true is this? Okay, are vegan diets this superior diet for the athlete that all athletes should be considering if they want to be of a higher performance? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Essentially, we're going to look at whether omnivores or herbivores make for better athletes. Okay, to use some good old dinosaur methodology. Okay, some analogies, sorry, so to speak. So let's get into it. Okay, the truth is this vegan diets are not a magical performance hack. And also, meat eating is not a performance killer in itself. The truth is that both of those diets are capable of fueling a high-performance athlete. Okay, that's just the truth. Okay, from a sports dietitian, I can tell you that that is the truth. Doesn't matter what what the documentary or Netflix says about all this data that they've used. It's it's not true. Vegan diets are not this magical performance hack. Meat eating is not a natural performance killer. There is somewhere in between where both of them can coexist, or if you choose to you know, follow a vegan diet, that's perfectly fine. All I'm talking about here is, is it a performance hack? Is it this magical thing that if you do it, you'll be a better athlete? The reality is, not quite so. What matters is this. Number one, hard work. Doesn't matter if you're on a vegan diet or not on a vegan diet, if you're not putting in the hard work and doing the right things, you will not get to that level that you are hoping for. Secondly, the total diet matters. I've had, I've had clients come to me with, on vegan diets that are really poorly balanced, and I've had clients that have come to me with meat-eating diets that are very well balanced. And I've had the opposite, where very poor meat-eating diets that are you know, hardly any vegetables and mostly just meat and, and fats and processed foods, and then vegan diets where it's on point. Okay, All of that can exist at the same time. It's not like you're either on a vegan diet and therefore you're on a good diet or you're on a diet that has meat in it and then you're on a poor diet. That's, it's not black and white like that. Okay, so your total diet matters and it's probably the biggest thing that matters. So the biggest thing I want you to grab from today's podcast episode is that the total diet matters most when it comes to whether a nutritional plan will help an athlete perform at a higher level and achieve those results they're hoping for. Keep that in mind, write it down if you can because it's important. The third thing is the strategy used when it comes to nutrition. So nutrition and sports nutrition are are different. Okay, sports nutrition is has to be strategized around your individual results and goals and sport. So it's not going to be the same as just for nutrition for health and longevity and well-being. There's a difference there, and you need to have the right strategy. So if you're on a vegan diet but you don't have the right strategy, you're not going to get the results you're hoping for. 
if you're on an omnivore diet or even a, I wouldn't really say you should be on a carnivore diet at all. It's a really bad diet, but it's, let's just for the sake of argument say that you're on a like an omnivore diet instead, something that has meat in it, but you're also eating plant-based foods. There has to be strategy there, otherwise you're still not going to get the results you're hoping for. And this is something that people don't realize. They think that you just have to follow a type of diet and then it will solve itself. No, it doesn't work that way. There has to be strategy behind what you do. And then the fourth thing is, yes, genetics. I'll say it, genetics. A lot of this stuff comes down to genetics as well, so you can't really downplay that, that, that reality that different individuals have a tendency to be in different ways. You know, not all basketball players can come into the sport and be like, I want to be exactly like LeBron James. LeBron James is a genetic anomaly in some ways. When you think about, you know, the, the, the size he's able to build, the longevity he's able to be in the sport and the performance he's able to kind of initiate with that. Not everyone can be like that. Okay, then you could look at like athletes, for example, like, let's just use the basketball thing just to make it easy for comparison. Kevin Durant, you look at Kevin Durant and be like, well, how is he playing basketball and competing at such a high level and being dominant when, you know, for argument's sake, he would be considered, you know, quite thin and doesn't look too strong. Well, because of his genetics, that's just the way he is. But he works around that and he, you know, works on his skills and works on other things as well to be able to become a better athlete. Of course, there's also a lot of talent in all of this. I'm not going to talk about it. It's not for today's topic. But that's just how you can see the genetics plays a big part in a lot of this. It won't matter what diet each of them do. They would probably be very much similar to what they are now, no matter what diet they did. Okay. Now, I don't believe either of them are in a vegan diet. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, but they're none of them in a vegan diet. But that's not the argument here. So yeah, what matters most is hard work, the total diet. Okay. Write that down, the total diet the strategy used when it comes to nutrition, and of course, a little dash of genetics. And the reality is that arguments used for vegan diets being superior are literally medieval. Like if you watch the documentary, they, would, they use like gladiators. So I know gladiators technically are in the Middle East age. Okay, but it's not a history lesson, but it's basically from a time, time, time ago. And we can't be doing that because especially when you look at it, gladiators weren't these pinnacle of sporting performance back then. Okay, look at the history of what gladiators actually were. Okay, it's not that show that you watch on whatever channel it's on. It's something completely different. So using arguments like that is just nonsensical. And some of the other arguments, like I said, I'm not going to go into it, but basically the reality is that arguments used to promote vegan diets as a superior performance-enhancing diet, there's, not, there's no substantial evidence for it. And all the credible people in this space have disputed this. Okay, so it's not just me saying this. Look at anyone, any of the credible sources of nutrition information that know what they're talking about, and they'll tell you this. Now, I want to, before I continue, I want to preface this by saying, I am not hating on the vegan diet. I'm not saying the vegan diet is even a bad diet. Okay, it can, it can be a really good diet. And if someone comes to me and they want to be a vegan, I've had vegan clients, I can help them with that. All I'm saying is that being a vegan does not necessarily going to make you a better athlete just because you're on a vegan diet. And eating meat is not going to necessarily ruin your performance or make you less of an athlete just because you're eating meat. Okay, in a nutshell, that's what I'm talking about today. That's what, the, that's what the purpose of today's episode is about, to illustrate this. I want to compare the, you know, like I said, the omnivores versus the herbivores. Does one or the other make a better athlete? And the reality is that it's not that simple. Okay, so let's continue on. It really is important, you know, that we don't rely on arguments that have been nitpicked to determine the path that we take with our nutrition because that happens too, many, too often. We'll read a magazine and then someone would just say, this is the best diet that I used. 
and then someone will believe it and they'll start it. They'll tell someone, send someone their friends and their friend will start it, and they'll tell someone. And then that, this is how misinformation and biased information spreads in the nutrition space. So it's important that we don't rely on arguments that have been nitpicked to determine a certain goal. Okay, someone, like if you actually look at who, who supported the Game Changer documentary, it supported a ulterior um, agenda as well. And because of that, of course, the arguments are going to be nitpicked to sway you to the argument that they're trying to get you to believe, okay? AKA, it's biased. So a lot of the stuff where it says one diet is hugely superior than the other, you know, within reason, you know, if someone says a carnivore diet is very, very poor diet compared to a, a normal balanced diet, well, then that's something you can believe because, you know, it's been supported evidence by carnivore diet does not actually benefit you. But when it's stuff like this, where a vegan diet can be a good diet, a omnivore diet can be a good diet, the reality is that any biased information, you have to think about that, okay? That's why you should not decide to be a vegan or not be a vegan based on biased information, okay? Misinformation will get you. And then later on, you'll realize that you've been led astray. And then, of course, if you decide to go vegan and you end up loving it, of course, that's fine. Do it the right way. Seek out a dietitian to help you, all that sort of stuff. But don't expect that just because you're going on a vegan diet, you're going to become this hugely superior athlete than what you were before. The reality is there's a lot of factors at play and the evidence to support this is lackluster at best. Because both diets, as I said, both types of diets can be healthy and they can help improve your athletic performance. You just need to do it the right way. You need to have the right overall plan. Are you eating enough protein? Are you eating good enough quality carbohydrates? Are you eating enough carbohydrates in general to fuel yourself? Are you eating your fruits and vegetables? Are you including more plant-based foods in your diet? I'll always say include those classic vegan diet meals in your diet. Doesn't mean you have to go vegan, but having more plant-based food in your diet is very important for you. It's very healthy and it can help your performance if you do it the right way. But just being vegan in itself is not going to do this. Just eating meat itself is not going to ruin this. Okay, hope, it, hope this is all making sense because this is the reality. You can't be looking at it too black and white. If you want to go vegan, go vegan. If you don't, don't. You can still be healthy on either diet. You can still perform well on either diet. So choose the diet that you can actually stick to. There's too many people out there doing diets they can't stick to, and this is doing more harm than good. Okay, that's the blunt truth. It's doing more harm than good. So choose a diet that you can follow and go ahead with that. And if someone tells you that the diet you're doing is going to be ruining you, well, look at it with a grain of salt. Okay, you look at where, they, where the reason is for their information they're giving you. And if, of course, if you're worried, always, you know, seek out a sports dietitian. Okay, one of the most valuable things is when you can get someone to literally direct you with your nutrition and help you see the ins and outs and take out the guesswork. So if you're always worried, like if you're really worried, if you, is your diet the right diet for your sport and for the goals you're trying to go for, shoot me a message, okay? Send me a message, email me. It's all in the show notes below or send me a message on, on Instagram at The Climate Dietitian. We can have a chat there. But for now, just understand that don't have to follow a vegan diet just because a documentary told you to and gave you all these nitpicked arguments to support their agenda to tell you that a plant-based diet is hugely superior to a meat-based diet or a meat-eating diet. I'll always say don't eat too much meat in your diet. There's always a balance. That's what I mean. It's the total nutrition that matters, the total diet. But don't be looking at a documentary that's on Netflix and going, well, that's what I'm going to base my life on. That's what I'm going to base my nutrition on. No. There's a lot more to it. And if in your own doubt, always reach out to me. I'm happy to chat. I'd rather direct you in the right direction than let you be led astray by misinformation. So I hope this podcast has been informative. Okay. I hope this got you thinking about this a bit more. And if it has offended you, okay, if it has offended you, reach out. Let's have a chat. See what the reality is there. 
I can help you kind of flesh this out. I can kind of help you kind of direct you in terms of what you need to know. But really do have pit skin be informative first and foremost. And yeah, decide the diet you can stick to. Make sure the total diet matters and that you're balancing it overall and should be fine. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.